0: Today on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're talking about overwhelm. You know, that hair on fire, uh, sick stomach, uh, crazy feeling that you get when just everything is flooding, flooding, happening, falling apart, Mm. coming at you, (laughs) overwhelm.
1: Welcome to Krina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Krina Hoyer.
0: And I'm Kirsten Barron.
1: And we're here to talk to you and only you, dear friend. Dear listener. Dear listener, about women and work, because we want you to have ease, meaning, and joy. A whole heck of a lot of joy. Yes. In what you do for a living. I mean, ease, meaning, and joy. What else is there? I don't know. Did you notice how cracky my voice was when I said I'm Karina Hoyer?
0: No, I didn't.
1: I'm gonna have to hit playback on that. I was actually chuckling to myself as I was saying that because I was thinking, okay, here we go.
0: Here we go. I'm it's back gonna to, be like, fun.
1: Pubescent voice crackling.
0: Hop on the roller coaster. Rec- we're going for a
1: ride. <laughs> so today we're talking about Overwhelm, recording from we're talk- we're the historic, of- I'm gonna say the like historical land of the Coast Salish people, traditional lands, traditional, traditional lands mm-hmm. of the Coast Salish mm-hmm. people. I think I'm gonna add that. Yeah, and we're talking about overwhelm, which this topic. I know you're the one who wanted to talk about it. All
0: about this topic of overwhelm because my hair has been standing on end, and the tips are on fire. Well,
1: and I feel (laughs) like the tips of your. I feel like so many people are. It's like when we recorded that burnout episode. There was just so much community angst, like you could kind of feel it. And here we are, like end of January, you know, fully into the winter season. Mm you know, recovered, hopefully from the holidays. And I think it, but you know, our, there's a lot of shit. There's just a lot of shit mm-hmm. out there in our lives and our personal and professional lives. And I think that collectively women are feeling it. And I also think it's interesting that you wanted to talk about overwhelm on the, in the year of fun. This is your year of fun. This is
0: my year of fun. Absolutely. So
1: for listeners that doesn't know Kirsten set
0: fun. My that's, goal was fun. one of her goals this year, yeah. which I absolutely it is, love. It adventure. really is my goal.
1: <laughs> yes, this is her goal. <laughs> I'm going to take adventure because you never know with that one. Mm-hmm. Fun. So why? Over, and you're feeling overwhelmed in your year of fun, in your first month of your year. It, of you year know,
0: fun. I have to say, this is really a build up from December the end of the year which yeah. is when all of my work comes mm-hmm. big changes at my law firm moving my office starting a new firm all of that stuff mm-hmm. right yeah um plus just congratulations thank by you the way. thank you friend so far so good happy um so far fun so far thank so goodness. far fun oh, selling yeah Kerry. yeah mm. Mm. Uh, and Debbie and And Samuel. Debbie and Sam Nolan and Nolan. We'll drag Nolan along. We might as well.
1: <laughs> I, you have been forever. No, I'm just joking. No offense, <laughs> Nolan. I don't even know you. That was just a joke.
0: Anyway, and then there was all of this stuff around the holidays, which for me is big, because there's so many people, and the they're just we have a huge family. Christmas Eve, 32 people at my house. I know. Water, our water pump goes out. I have no water. The kids are bringing water down from the lake so that I can boil it on the stove. I mean, it was nuts, right? And I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have 32 people to my house with no water. Which right there I would have canceled. I'm not going to lie. I was like, we can pour water in the toilets from the lake. It'll be fine. I can make it look pretty. Oh, my God. I
1: know. Jesus. So the
0: question then becomes, why am I overwhelmed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. But yes, I am overwhelmed and I continue to be overwhelmed, which for me is like, it's just a struggle. Um, and then when I was talking to people about feeling overwhelmed, I hear other people saying the same things. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been on this little three week journey about being overwhelmed. Yeah. And trying to understand, and trying it, to understand it and to deal with it and creating some strategies and asking other people what they do. Yeah. And for me, the overwhelm really is at work. Yeah. That's really where I mean, occasionally it can happen to me when like I don't have water, electricity, and 30 people are coming to my house. That can happen. (laughs) But more so I'm at work and I'm like, Mm blah, how am I gonna get this done? How am I gonna do this?
1: I find it interesting too to hear you talk about overwhelm because I really have a picture of you. My picture of you is that you are somebody (laughs) who
0: I'm already laughing because I'm like, how does this picture happen? I know.
1: (laughs) No, you have a calm about you that has led me to frequently question, how are you managing it all? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like I see you experiencing the emotion of overwhelm very often now. And you have a very big life. I think I have a very small life compared to you. Although oddly enough, somebody recently told me you You have have a a very big life. I was like, I don't have a very big life. I'm like, no, you should meet my friend Kirsten.
0: Seriously. I No, I get that I have a lot of people and a lot of interests and I love a lot of things. And so I'm just going to say, yes, I do have a big life Mm -hmm. for good and for bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you do, too. It's just different.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's as big. But I do think that so. But my point is not to get in a pissing contest about whose life is bigger, because frankly, you would win. And everyone who knows us knows that. <laughs> but that you are able to manage the emotions around this life of yours in a way that free, I don't see you getting overwhelmed. Now, I also think it's interesting having done the research for the show to realize that the emotion of overwhelm is one piece of it, but it manifests, mm-hmm. overwhelm manifests itself sort of in our bodies and in our brains differently. Mm-hmm. So I might not might not see it. Your tells might not be visible to somebody like me, but it it is. Yeah. There's this, I don't know. It's just like an interesting awareness and learning about you and observing your life in the way that you manage it. It is, is this feeling frequent for you or is it new?
0: I would say it is relatively frequent for me. And I think that my tells are, don't you know, like when I, I come over here and I'm 15 minutes late and I'm like, And then, and then, and then, and then, blah, right? I mean, I know you've heard me say that. Or it's just a shit show over there. Or whatever it is, that's really my tell. And I think anybody who knows me is going to know that time. Yeah. When I come in and I'm just like, I can't even explain what's happened. Right. Because I'm just like, and then, blah, blah, you know how it is, yada, yada, yada. I mean, and that is literally what I say.
1: Right. But here's the deal. That's the overwhelm I know, but I think, but listen... That to me, when when I see those things, when I mm-hmm. see you behaving those ways, <laughs> to me it says she's got it's big. There's big shit happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Overwhelm by definition is when you're experiencing things like that, those emotions, yes. but you don't have to the capacity to manage. Or process them, and that's the difference. So I you see, think I'm managing yes, and processing? I think you're managing and processing them, and I think that that's an but interesting there is a distinction. Moment,
0: there is a moment before, yeah, and sometimes even when I articulate the all the words that have no meaning, yeah, right, like, and this happened, and then that happened, and blah blah blah. blah. Um, that is part of my processing. That's like, I'm overwhelmed. I need to move myself out of this and into something else. Into
1: something more productive. Yes. So that, okay.
0: But so it is that. It's the physical. Yep. It's the how my brain works. Yep. Right? In and, res-
1: and the behaviors. And the things
0: that I do in right. response to this emotion. Right.
1: Yeah. And, you know, this is the these are the kind of categories of the ways that we respond to the emotion of overwhelm. And I know you hate it when I repeat myself, but I have to do it.
0: <laughs> overwhelm is this emotion
1: of it's a, when you're experiencing intense emotions that you don't have the capacity to manage or process when you are literally on some kind of
0: it's dysregulation Dysreg
1: when you're yes when you are dysregulated you are emotionally not regulated mm-hmm. and 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 it's a problematic And can cause significant distress because it interferes with your ability to handle your daily responsibilities, handle the people coming at you, handling the additional tasks that are in front of you, etc. But I see you with a big life. I don't see you experiencing emotions that you can't control or regulate. And I don't see it necessarily impacting your ability to handle your daily responsibilities. And I I don't know, I don't mean to make this all about you, but I think as listeners are thinking about their own emotions and their experiences, those are interesting distinctions.
0: They're very interesting distinctions. And I, I, I do feel overwhelmed. I don't think I stay in it very long. Yeah, I think I've felt overwhelmed so many times I've gotten really good at getting out of it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I wish I could say, Oh, I don't feel overwhelmed. But I think that I've just gotten good at getting out of it. Yeah, right. Gotten better at getting out of it. But I, I absolutely feel overwhelmed, particularly at work. And everybody that I've talked to in the last three weeks about and I think I've articulated why I feel particularly overwhelmed. My bandwidth is lower. I haven't quite recovered from all of the things to recover from. I haven't quite built my energy or my reserves back up. And so when there's a lot of work to be done or a lot of calls to be answered and people are coming in and asking questions and I'm trying to figure out how to use a new system, I'm often like, what do I even do? Yeah, Because sometimes what I do is I go into my outbox, my email, and I start answering the most recent email. As if I'll just you know get rid of one thing at a time, yeah. Which is a very inappropriate and and inefficient inefficient response, right? Okay. I'm like, why is it that? Why do I do that? So that's what I t- that's my behavior at work when I feel overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm just going to go clear out my inbox because that'll make me feel good. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I can but, see that. But that behavior is not very efficient, right? It's not very effective.
1: So and again, you know, by definitions, of that feeling, your emotion of. Of overwhelm is manifesting itself in such a way that you are then not making strategic decisions about how to use your time. Correct. And that is then. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. I get that.
1: And I, and And there's
0: not a lot of thought or processing or prioritizing. And then it makes everything else difficult because I've just spent the last 45 minutes responding to emails that don't even need a response. Probably certainly Mm -hmm. not that moment. Mm hmm. So, listener,
1: when you're thinking about overwhelm, when you get to this place, you are having an emotion. So, we learned this when we were reading about this. You're learning, you're having emotion, an emotion. Your emotion is I'm overwhelmed. It impacts your body in a couple of different ways. Kirsten just said it. Physical,
0: mm-hmm.
1: cognitive, like how your brain, like in your body mm-hmm. and in your brain, mm-hmm. which I guess is part of your body, but just allow us the <laughs> distinction. You're thinking. Jeez, don't be so critical. You're no, thinking. Just, you're thinking. Yeah. And... It impacts your behavior. That's mm-hmm. the third. So let's talk about that. And you just said you were overwhelmed. it You were talking about, like, it impacts, in that case, it was your behavior. Like, you just
0: go to the... But I feel, before I do that, yeah. I feel anxious. Yep. And I feel a little confused. Mm-hmm. I have some uncertainty. And I probably have a little bit of fear Of what I'm not doing that I need to do, Mm -hmm. like so that's my kind of that I I have that you know that kind of I'm gonna call it shaky, but that fear feeling that kind of racy yeah that racy feeling yeah in my body yeah those are my those are my tells you know um when I when I asked you about this and you said when you feel overwhelmed you said I go to bed I just want to take a nap I just want to take a nap and go to bed yeah. Right. And then I talk to other people who feel paralyzed. Uh-huh. They just feel paralyzed and don't know what to do. I think a lot of the folks I talked with have similar feelings to me uh-huh. about just that sense of how it feels in your body. Almost right? sick, sick, anxious, you know, just like you're scared, you know, all yeah. of those those body things. Right. Definitely overwhelm manifests in my body. Second only to fear. OK. Yeah. That's my big body experience is overwhelm.
1: When I'm overwhelmed, I definitely want to take a nap. I feel like I (laughs) shut down, which is so funny because it's kind of a thing in my family. In fact, I don't know if I've told you this story, but when I was in the hospital with Spencer, like I had been on bed rest for a month and I went in and had to have an emergency C-section and the doctor came in and Barry was standing, sitting next to me like power eating The free cookies out of like, I think he ate like 30 cookies sitting and the doctor came in and Barry's like, can't even talk he his cookies in his mouth. (laughs) And he looks at me and he said, we're going to be back in about a half an hour to prep you for surgery. And I fell asleep.
0: Oh, my gosh. And Barry ate cookies. Barry ate
1: cookies. My aunt slept through labor. She just fell asleep and had her babies. Woke up like right. That's my family's response. My dad, he's over there and having a nap half the time. That
0: is so interesting. Yes. Okay.
1: So that's the physical, right? Cognitively though,
0: which I, is almost exactly the opposite of my response. Instead of you're shutting down. Yeah, I'm just shutting down. Yeah, I
1: just totally shut down. Sometimes my res- physical response is I want to go curl up and take a nap, and then I can't sleep, or I sleep for a half an hour and I'm not really tired, so then I wake up, and then cognitively I get on that hamster wheel in my brain. Mm-hmm.
0: So that was one of the things mm -hmm. when I talked to folks that almost everybody said the grinding, the hamster wheel, can't stop thinking, perseverating, weird stuff, thinking about things that
1: you can't do anything about. Crazy
0: monkey brain.
1: That's right. So and so physically, I feel kind of gross. My behavior, I feel same kind of sickly gross. Mm -hmm. My behavior is I want to go take a nap and my brain starts racing. If I'm not able to take a nap or whatever or I've noticed recently my brain stops working like I'll be in a meeting and I'm overwhelmed and I'm because it's my fifth one of the day and it's big issues and I don't know how to solve and them. you just can't get to the answer and I can't get to them and I'm trying to So your brain slows down my brain slows down and in reading about this. Those cognitive aspects of overwhelm were kind of interesting for me to read. Like uh, researchers are saying like mental slowness, forgetfulness, Mm -hmm. confusion, difficulty concentrating.
0: Those are all how our brains respond to to overwhelm. overwhelm. And this is the study at McMaster University in Canada, right? Um, Yeah. Yes. That just identified like these are the these are the ways overwhelm impacts you. And this is this is kind of as we dig into each of those physical, cognitive, behavioral impacts. Yeah. These are the kinds of things that people experience. It's always good for me to know. I don't I mean, this is about like community and humanity and connection and all that stuff. But for me, it's really good. It was a great process to hear all of the people I spoke with talk about overwhelm because it didn't I felt more normal. Mm. I felt I felt. Normal. Sometimes I do feel like, oh, you have this big life, Kirsten, all this family, and da 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 da. And um, it, I sometimes feel odd, like hmm. a, like a, you know, weird, right? Like, do I, is this, you know? Yeah. But talking to people about overwhelm, I was like, no, everybody feels overwhelmed. It's not just, I mean, yes, it's, I'm overwhelmed sometimes because I have a big life, but Everybody feels overwhelmed.
1: Everybody feels overwhelmed. And it was
0: really kind of like really grounding for me to talk to people about it Mm -hmm. and to hear their experiences and how they deal with it. Mm -hmm. And in
1: fact, I mean, statistically, we are are all and frankly, women are Mm -hmm. feeling so much overwhelmed. And before we hit you with a few statistics, though, I just want to say, you know, like. I, I just listed the co- so a lot of the cognitive aspects of overwhelm. Some behavioral ones that we haven't talked about are like making an increased number of mistakes, or excessively procrastinating, or isolating. Like probably me me in in bed mm-hmm. taking a nap as yeah, isolation, isolating. having a short fuse. That's or me. being reactionary, hell That's yeah, me. yeah. Or reacting to something that is really small. You know, I'm pissed because you didn't wipe down the counters, but really, I'm pissed. I just am overwhelmed from my day, mm-hmm. right? Um, or feeling generally under the weather. It's
0: interesting. When I went into the bathroom recently, I saw that someone did not throw. Their paper towel in the trash can. Uh They just threw it in this other place, which made no sense. And then I went into the kitchen and somebody had eaten all of the cookies on the plate, but didn't put the plate away. Uh, This is at the office, right? uh And I'm just like, I'm bringing this up at the meeting. We're going to be talking about this at the meeting. (laughs) I'm making a list about this. And should I take a picture of this so I could show it? And I was like, hmm. Kirsten, (laughs) you, my friend, my dear, dear friend, are obsessing about this. What's going on with you? Yeah. Right? But I was. I was, like, all ready to spend... 30 minutes of an hour meeting talking about people's cleaning habits. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? A little
1: overwhelmed. A little overwhelmed. Got that emotion going on. I did. Um, Yeah, well, you and about a third of other women at work who are actually seeking professional assistance to deal with overwhelm. So I'm going to say there's even a...
0: Okay, I just want to just pause on that for a minute. Yes. So about a third of women at work are seeking professional assistance because they feel... An overwhelm, whether it's an overwhelm of stress, whatever it is, that sense of overwhelm too much, too much emotional content that's causing this dysregulation and how you're existing in the yeah. world.
1: Yeah. 30% of working that's women a
0: lot. are seeking
1: professional help. And frankly, I think that's one of the reasons why I have a a you know, healthy number of clients right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: is because you know, people, I'm, I am one of those, I am that professional
0: help. So are you, I'm imagining. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially to the clients who know you well enough to seek counsel on other things. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Therapy, right? That
0: reminds me. Sometimes I'll get a call from somebody about something that is not a big deal. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's not a thing. So Why are we really talking? Uh So now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do work with that because people will call me about something that they're reacting to, which turns out to be a red herring, not important, whatever you want to call it because they're in overwhelm.
1: Yeah, that's their version of the, the nobody's cleaning on the plate. Yeah, kitchen or whatever. Don't
0: leave that cookie on that. Don't you know, leave that dirty plate. Okay, there. listen, there's I'm no calling cookies. my attorney,
1: damn it, because you people can't clean up the kitchen. I mean, that's really what you get on the other end of it. Speaking of statistics though, also the American Psychological Association recently released a study. They worked there's a um they worked on a stre- like with stress in america they have a stress in america 2022 um, poll and 27% of adults so i'm going to say nearly 30% of adults said that most days they are so stressed out that they can't function which
0: is overwhelm which is impacting your function right
1: impact your function so 30% of women at work and are seeking professional help and 30% of the like workforce. adult workforce is can't freaking function It's interesting, though, when you dig into that, it's the majority of people, most of like the highest numbers of people who feel overwhelmed, who are feeling this, you know, that they're so stressed Mm -hmm. they can't function, are black adults under 35.
0: Which that is the impact that we hear is that consistent racial where these things impact people of color um, more than they do white people.
1: Right, and their intersection mm-hmm. then they're younger, mm-hmm. which is right an intersection there. Um white adults under 35 are n- and um 46%. I mean and um all people frankly under 35 are about f- um in the they're the next most, most high- stressed out.
0: Interesting that younger people are more stressed. I had a whole kitchen
1: full of younger people today, and I was asking them about overwhelm, Mm -hmm. and I they and I told them about the statistic, and every single one of them raised their hands. My uh, kids, Spencer's, you know, young early twenties friends, they were like, "Oh, that's me. I'm in that statistic."
0: Interesting,
1: but I think it's also because not only they're dealing with not just work, but the. You know, crush of 2020 and 2021 and 2022.
0: No, I think that people, that perspective yes, and that I think age brings. I do think that that the pandemic was particularly hard on younger people. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So they're still feeling some of that, which yeah. makes sense. Then,
1: yeah. So it is definitely i I've thing. explained it to
0: myself now, Karina. No, I, so you're. Con- I have explained it confused to, to, to explaining it to myself. Enlightened. Yes, I'm like, oh, look at the information in front of you, Kirsten. You can figure this out. Yeah,
1: exactly because you're smart
0: (laughs) i'm good enough i'm smart enough
1: to figure this out yeah so i mean i guess the takeaway is and we've said it a million times every we're all feeling like this many 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 people are feeling like this and we're experiencing this emotion this emotion is manifesting itself in a variety of different ways Mm -hmm. in our body um there was a new york times article recently from there, there was sort of ringing in the new year. It was like right at the cusp of the 2023 new year. And they highlighted a woman on TikTok who went viral because she herself just like posted this video saying, listen, like I don't need 2023 to be all that great. I don't, I, I don't care. As long as it's not 2022. I, she, yeah, go ahead. Okay. This is in our,
0: <clears throat> this is in our notes and I'm going to read it cause it's hysterical. Yeah. You, sh- you show this to me. It is hysterical. Her name is Erin Moore. She's from New York. Monroe. Monroe, sorry. And she said, see, we're here together fixing we're this. Just we're just working together. We're just making got this it. all happen. We're just supporting each other. Here we go. I don't need 2023 to be my year. I need it not to be a soul-sucking drag through earthly purgatory. <laughs> I need 2023 to come in, sit down, shut up, and don't <laughs> Touch anything. I need a palate cleanser. Year
1: that is exactly. How I, I, feel. I have myself, goosebumps. I was like, that is glorious. Because <laughs> oh, wow. we're also over. I just love that. Come in, sit down. Don't shut touch up. up don't touch. Don't anything. touch anything. I just loved that. Yes.
0: Yes. It was that, so good. That was such give, a good find, Krina. Give
1: us. A break,
0: give us a break, yeah. And I'm
1: hoping that I'm. It's a. It's going to be a white knuckle ride this 2023. Hoping that it does give us a break. Hoping that you, friend, aren't feeling overwhelmed. But what if we are? And I, you know, it's funny because when you and I were talking about this, like, listeners know frequently will like,
0: okay, now what? What are you going
1: to do about it? Mm-hmm. If you, go- we don't
0: like to talk about something bad or difficult or challenging and then just like say, oh yeah, that sucks too bad for you. Right. Right. We like to come up with ideas on how to solve, make that ease, meaning and joy. We're all looking for right.
1: Yeah. How to counter it. But frankly, like many things, the solutions that are available to someone who's
0: feeling overwhelmed, make me want to slap someone in the face. I know they're super trite and frankly, a little bit insulting. Yeah. And um, I mean, they, When you look at the different articles on how to manage overwhelm, even the articles like in Harvard Business Review and, you know, then you look at things like Forbes, which are kind of more consumable, you know, publications. It's all this stuff. It's like, oh, be mindful, uh, borrow a friend's brain, talk to a friend, get support, say no. Um, It's all the things that we know about.
1: Yeah. But also don't feel like they match. In my opinion, a lot of the solutions or tips just don't match the problem. If I'm overwhelmed, I, it just yeah, they, it just it just feels it's really hard feel,
0: to be mindful. Yeah, when you're overwhelmed. Yeah. But what I realized when I was talking to folks about overwhelm is that people are engaging in mindful activities. Like mindfulness, whether yeah. they know it or not. Yeah. Okay, so I was talking to Debbie at work. And when she feels overwhelmed, she literally takes both of her hands and holds onto her head. Yeah. And I realized, I this is what I think she's doing. I think she's getting back in her body. Mm. I think she's bringing her hands on her head to bring herself back into her body. Mm-hmm. Um. I am so distracted by that, Karina. What is that? What? Is that Barry? Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, let's let's just describe what's going on to the listener. Can I? Uh, we can either do that. No, oh, we're not cutting it out. Okay. This well, is making it... Unde- so
0: I want you to know, Karina and I are recording... Speaking
1: of overwhelm, this is what I'm dealing with right now. It's behind me. It's behind me. It's my husband. We are recording on a second floor, the second floor of my house. And there's a, a little roof outside my window, a first floor roof you know, of my bathroom. My husband has decided, he knows we're recording and we need it to be quiet. He's decided to climb up a ladder, stand on this roof, put the ladder up onto the roof and climb up onto the top of the second floor and clean the gutters out. So he's done this to me before. I'll be on a Zoom call and there's a dude that's outside crawling outside your window. window I have on to the tell you, I
0: was startled. It's alarming. It's alarming to see some guy floating in the window of the second floor. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a roof he could stand on. Yeah. I was just like, how is this guy floating on the second floor? Oh, You're
1: going to see him pull up a ladder here in a second. Yeah. It. Th- this is what I'm dealing with here. here so- dealing with. This is what I'm dealing with. Okay, back to Debbie and the head holding. You were saying people
0: manifest They like, manifest this mindfulness, right? They right. do this activity. Um, somebody else I was talking to, well, you know, you talk about this too. Sometimes when you get overwhelmed, yeah. you go out for a walk with the trees. Yeah. Like outside now. Gotta good
1: perspective. I can't take it. What yeah.
0: I have been doing recently is when I get on that like racing overwhelm, I imagine myself as the road runner from the Bugs Bunny. Yeah. The Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Cartoon series, whatever that was, where the roadrunner is going so fast and comes to this immediate stop. Yeah, like when I find myself going to my inbox, I'm just like, mm, stop, and I literally stop because I'm like, what you're doing is completely unproductive. Mm-hmm. And then once I stop, I can make a better plan. Got it. I can figure out if I just need to make a cup of tea or get a glass of water right. before then I start to make a plan. So
1: you stop, you stop the churn, you stop the uh, mm-hmm. treadmill.
0: I literally in my head i am like, just stop all of the mess in your brain, KB. Just stop. Yeah. Because what's happening is not okay. That's perfect. Right? So that's so, but it was interesting because when I talk to people about their effectively managing overwhelm. Yeah. There's a lot of ineffective managing, obviously, yeah. but there was at this big component of mindfulness, mm-hmm. some kind of a mindfulness exercise or some kind of a getting you back in your body.
1: Which is really important. I've also I also did a little bit of a like who, you know, ex- exploration of how people manage overwhelm and. um One of the things that someone mentioned to me that I also do is I start canceling things. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, I go to my calendar and all of a sudden anything that's discretionary is canceled. Anything that is a deadline that can be extended gets extended. Like I have to buy myself actual like space. Which is a great
0: strategy. Yeah. It's a great strategy. That's good.
1: I also feel like one of the things I read about when you are feeling overwhelmed reminded me of our episode on burnout. So listener, we... Heard from some specialists, I think it was
0: the twins, the doctor twins, twins. The, yes.
1: Um, when they were talking about burnout, but I think it applies to this too, where recognizing that you are experiencing an emotion, if you ha- are overwhelmed and you need to s- and move, maybe several yeah, emotions, you need to move that emotion all the way through the emotional tunnel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you try to ignore it or
0: you interrupt the processing of the emotion, it literally gets stuck and in it your causes body more stress yeah it yeah. gets
1: stuck in your body and actually physically affects you but if you can be mindful of the emotion that you're experiencing and the cognitive and the behavior, like the things you're thinking and the things you're doing and the things you're feeling, if you can name them, if you can literally say to yourself, wow, I am feeling overwhelmed right now. And I'm kind of sick to my stomach and pasty. And I'm anxious. And I really just want to take a nap or I want to scream at my coworker.
0: This, it I helps hate everybody. Move the b- emotion through your body. And the fact of the matter is that that emotional processing like doesn't really take that long. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I think with big emotions, of course, you can feel things for a really long time or they come up again and again. I get that, especially around grief. Yes. But in the moment when we have this even a strong emotion, mm-hmm. I have found that it only usually lasts for a few minutes. Yeah. I mean, really maybe if one of um I think it's I w- 45 seconds. Is it 40 I talked to a, I was talking to a friend today who said she thinks that the other day that she thinks that the longest an emotion lasts is about six or seven minutes and usually far less. Yeah. And she based that on a class that she took or whatever. I Okay, because re- I just pulled 45 seconds out of my memory well, bank, I do, which
1: you know we cannot c- count on at this point.
0: But the point is, it is a manageable period of time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, depending, I mean, it's like, less time than it takes to pee. Do you know what I mean? It's like you can go to the bathroom and and take us takes longer. Yes. So the point is, is that you can have that emotion. It's not going to hang forever. You do not have to stuff it down just to move forward. Yeah.
1: Yes. And moving past that and then recognizing that then what you're going to be dealing with is kind of your response to that emotion. That's really where you're going to put your energy. And if it's justified Once one expert says, you know, like, ask yourself what the emotion's telling you that you need in that moment and then go find it. Mm -hmm. Is it social support?
0: Do you feel lonely?
1: Is it? Yeah. Do you need to apologize to somebody? Do you need to modify your calendar? Do you need to do whatever? But it really does start with that. Do
0: you need to learn that you've made too many commitments?
1: Yeah, Kirsten. Yeah, I hear you. I know, right? That's it.
0: That's kind of the cutest. It's just my year of fun, and it's also fun, Karina. Just to let you know, it's all so fun. That's my problem
1: it is it's the year of fun so let's get rid of it
0: so i will say this too that one of the most effective things i've ever done was years ago when i got overwhelmed about getting a brief out for an arbitration that i was doing that was very very contentious and very complicated i got to a place where i didn't feel like i had enough time and i had all these other things to do and i remember thinking to myself i can't think who do i know who can think Mm-hmm. And I called a friend. I called my friend Andrew, and I said, "I need to get this, this, and this done in this amount of time. What do you think?"
1: Mm-hmm. So you you really did. I did. A I, brain. I was.
0: I literally was like, "I need." It's like what you call in a lifeline or whatever yeah, they say that exactly. is. I called it in a lifeline. So, yeah. and those things are certainly reflected in the in all of the articles and the research that I read preparing for this show. And I do feel though like it's like. It's the same things. Yeah. Right. And I guess that's good because when we can master these things, Mm -hmm. we can start to use these same tools to manage a whole bunch of different things, whether it's overwhelm or burnout or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, So I don't want to poo poo these things because they're super important. Right.
1: Yeah. But it is kind of it's. But yeah, it, it, honestly, though, I do kind of want to poo-poo some of, some of them <laughs> because there's a lot of shit out there. But I think what we're trying to say is like honoring your emotion, being mindful of how you're feeling, dealing with it and doing something about it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, dealing with the emotion, not not the tasks. And that is my learning. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I kind of sit with those I, I let the emotion overtake me and i just keep working harder and faster and churning like trying to get more and more shit done and get it off my plate blah, 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 when in fact i'd be much more served dealing with the emotion rather than t- the tasks that are overwhelming and
0: me. then figuring out how to better address your tasks how to more effectively deal with the tax tasks because your brain is Working better yes. than when it's overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need to love our brains.
1: Love those brains. Yes,
0: love those brains
1: and get more in fun. Get more fun. Less overwhelmed, sister <laughs> friends. Next episode, I want Kirsten to tell you all about her getting rid of stuff because that's part of it, right? Like you're like you are this year of
0: fun. It was interesting also- when I was, and this is just kind of a tangential note. Excellent. It's,
1: Let's end on a tangent. That's my, my tangent.
0: favorite. So yeah, this is my year of fun. And I was having this conversation with myself while heating up a coffee cup, a cup of coffee. (laughs) Most people know on this show that I always say, Kirsten, it's a bad idea when you talk to somebody who's not in the room. It's just not good. Oh, I do it all the time. Having conversations with people who are not in the room tends to get me really mad. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why am I so mad? There's nobody in the room. Um, But I was having a conversation with Karina while I was heating up my coffee cup and she wasn't there. (laughs) My cup of coffee and she wasn't there. And I was like thinking about all the things I was doing. And I was like, yeah, Karina's got all this. She's already done all this stuff. How is it that she's done all this stuff? And I just. Like feel, for the day, the chores? Yes. It was like just the things that have to happen for the day. And I was like, I know I'm going to come over here and she's going to have all of her stuff done. And I haven't. <laughs> and so I had that feeling. And I was sitting here talking to you. And I said, I think part of the reason is, is that you have gotten rid of a lot of your shit and you live just, to, you're living lighter. Yeah. So here's my end note. In an effort to have more fun and combat overwhelm, I'm also embarking on a living lighter for 2023. Oh, I love it. So I just added that as a way for me to help me manage my overwhelm. Okay. A lighter 2023 in all respects.
1: Which also means she just brought three garbage bags full of clothes Clothes over over to my house.
0: Yeah, she's going to love all of them, I know. (laughs)
1: I can't wait. Thanks, friends. Thanks for
0: listening. Okay. And don't feel overwhelmed or move through it quickly. If you
1: do honor it, it's okay. Yes, just move through it. Just think about, then think about how your body and your brain and your behavior is reacting. Yeah. And then get back Take to it. Take good care. Get, and then get back to it. You get shit to do. Take good care. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Karina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly, Karina Hoyer and Kirsten Barron. Find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website, or email us at yougettowork@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening. <laughs>